Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. And we find ourselves back together again for a brief discussion on a legal topic. And today, uh, we're going to do what I think we do very well here on Chicago's Legal Latte. Uh, hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell. And as you know, if you're a regular listener, um, I always enjoy it when we can revisit a previous topic. But in doing so, uh, dig a little bit deeper into the topic or perhaps look at uh, ancillary topics that are somehow connected and, and sort of take it to the next step of understanding. And that's hopefully what we're going to do today. Um, now, over the years, we've had plenty of interesting and, and informative discussions regarding estate plans. Our goal today is to further that discussion and look at what you might want to do once that estate plan is in place. We've we've tried to tutor you in that regard. If you've gotten to that point, what next? My guest will be attorney Brian Warrens. Brian is an associate at Lavelle Law. And what he's going to share with us today will be some suggestions about uh, if and if, how, and when to discuss the estate plan with the individuals you have set up um, to carry out certain things within that plan. So, uh, Brian, I'm very intrigued by this. I think it's a great topic. So, first of all, thank you for taking the time to speak about it today. Oh, of course. Happy to be here, Jim. So, let's let's start with a refresher. Um, you know, we, we talk about an estate plan. We're usually talking about a series of documents. Just give our listeners a, a quick review of what those key elements are and, and really what they're designed to do. Sure, Jim. So an estate plan very typically could be um, a, a trust, a will, uh, powers of attorney for health care and property. So these are documents that are designed to appoint someone to kind of make decisions for you if, if you're ever uh, incapacitated to you know make medical decisions, financial decisions, uh, to be able to act for you when you're not able to, and ultimately to set forth a plan for your assets uh, upon your death. Okay. And as we <clears throat> talk about the plan and, and those types of people, are, are are they known as executors or how do we define those people that you've designated? Nope. Do we lose you, Brian? Hi, Oops, Jim. Back with us, Brian. Sorry yeah, about that. We lost you there. Had a little break. Um, so right. under your uh, your will, it's your executor. Your trust, it's your mm-hmm. it's a trustee. Is this what this person's called? And under your powers of attorney, it's it's an agent. Okay. Um, so each has distinct responsibilities, and and we've kind of covered those in in uh, past discussions. Um, now, as you make those designations, and you know, we know that each of those documents and and uh, each come with roles and responsibilities, as, as you briefly described there. It would seem to me, you know, I would think, boy, if if you're going to designate people to do these things for you, you might have talked to them ahead of time before writing the documents. But uh, it sounds like, um, from what perhaps you might lead us into today, that that's not always the case at all, is it? Well, I, I mean, uh, honestly, Jim, in, in a lot of cases, I, I believe it's a it's a very important uh, discussion to have. But it it kind of depends on on the age of the, the people you've named under the the documents, and really just kind of uh, your particular family dynamics. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And and tell me, you know, let's let's start with you know, sort of the basic premise, which is these documents are protecting you when either you pass away or in some cases you become incapacitated. Yep. As you look at this from the outside, does it does it make sense to discuss the specifics of the plan while while you, the individual, is are, are still living and in good physical and mental health? Uh, I mean, in in a lot of cases, I think that that's a good good time to have it. Um, it it's it's never something that you you want to come as a surprise to your children. To, to certainly, if there are people you specifically name as the people in control under your documents, you you definitely want to make sure they're aware that these documents exist and and where they are when the the time comes to use them. Yeah, and I think that's an important part too. Is you know just having access to them because obviously it frequently becomes a very timely issue. Um, let's let's talk on both sides of the topic here. We'll start with you know perhaps not making someone aware of the role um, that you need them to fulfill for you. What what are the risks of of not having that conversation and not making them aware of of the responsibilities you're asking them to take? Well, um, certainly not making them aware, for example, you know, that, that you have a, a a power of attorney for, for property, you know, someone to be able to kind of write checks out of your bank account when you're disabled. Uh, they they don't know that you have these documents in place, and so they think they have no choice, for example, to maybe institute a guardianship proceeding to be able to act for you, and it's it's something that is generally a, a substantial cost and, and delays the ability of the person to, to be able to help you. And, and what about some of the powers of attorneys, particularly health care situations? Um, mm-hmm. Obviously a very stressful time for the family, and that, that's probably a critical time to make sure that your needs and wishes and desires are, are well spelled out and the people who are asked to carry it out understand it and, and know what exactly what you want done. Yeah, that's a great point. It's absolutely important to, I mean, I'd say, you know, very much so in regards to all your state planning documents, your power of attorney for health care, you want these people to be very aware of what your wishes are in terms of the, the medical care you, you wish to receive and and um, in some circumstances what your wishes are regarding uh, life support. Um, we're, uh, we're we're talking with attorney Brian Warrens today uh, here on Chicago's Legal Latte. Brian is is part of the estate planning practice group at Lavelle Law. Now, if if you're interested in an estate plan or, or need to learn more about the process, you can certainly visit LavelleLaw.com. Uh, and what you can do there, in addition to finding out about the, the practice group, you can search through our past podcasts on the topic and maybe give a quick listen to some of those. Um, same things can be found at iTunes or here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, all of our podcasts are archived. And uh, in addition, that Lavelle Law website now features a, a new and growing collection of videos. You'll find a, a nice primer on the topic of estate plans uh, featuring attorney Heather Walzer, um, which is well worth the, the short-time investment there to kind of get up to speed a little bit. And finally, of course, Brian can be reached, uh, as can any of the attorneys, at uh, 847-705-7555 um, and get yourself a, a consultation started and, and find out a little bit more about this and other topics. Um, let's get back to the conversation, Brian, and, and we talked about maybe some of the you know, things that you have to be aware of. What, what are the primary advantages um, to making sure that um, you have these conversations at the appropriate time? What, you know, what are the best things that come out of that? Um, it, it definitely it can serve to just um, strengthen a, a family relationship. Um, you know, you make sure everyone's on the same page, and you just you you reduce the the chances for uh, 
you know, family dis- disagreements in, in general. Uh, and and you know, if there are reasons, certainly for you know having you know different allocations or different gifts to different people, um, you know people would be aware of, of the rationale for that. It's it's just. I'm, I mean, I'm always of the, you know, opinion that more information is is better. Yeah, and and you mentioned there too a key point we haven't gotten to yet because we've talked about sort of the, you know, the powers of attorney and other documents. But mm-hmm. part of the estate plan is also a will or a living trust that, as you said, designates how your assets are divided up, and and that's a time where uh, certainly it's maybe best to hear from the individual themselves to explain why things are being done the way they are. What what kind of things might you want to be prepared for in, in those discussions, and what does a estate plan cover in that regard? I mean, in, in most cases, it, it's not something that's going to be contentious. A, a lot of families will will say, you know, I'm, I'm going to leave everything equally to, to my children. But in some cases, uh, you know, one child may have a, a, a greater need than the other ones, and it's it's important to to let all you know the other beneficiaries know that it's it's you know not not to hurt feelings and it's just out of a, a very kind of a reasonable desire to kind of take care of the child who can't necessarily take as good care of him him or herself. And you you deal with this on, on a very regular basis. And it, earlier in the conversation, you mentioned family dynamics, and you also mentioned the mm-hmm. the age of people who might be designated as a beneficiary. Um, are mm-hmm. those factors, and are there others that might warrant doing the opposite of what we're talking about today, which is sort of just keeping people in the dark, at least at the current time, just for a number of reasons? Oh yeah, that absolutely. There's there's a there's a definitely a right time to it, and uh, certainly everyone uh, matures at a, at a different rate. So to the extent that you know you have younger beneficiaries. Uh, uh, you know they're they're still still going through schooling and haven't really kind of uh, matured as much in terms of finding a, a career. I, I'd say really a it, it's it's not a bad time to wait until maybe uh, mid twenties or so to have a conversation with children. Um, it, it 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 definitely depends on like you said, Jim. Everyone's family situation. Some some children. And some people might be okay having that conversation earlier or later. It's just kind of have to take the pulse. Yeah, and I think you you may find out in some of these situations too, whether it's as a beneficiary or uh, as an executor or some other role that you're asking someone to play, whether it's a, a family member, a friend, a spouse, you may find that they don't really have you know, the desire to do that, they feel uncomfortable. And, and again, here's another reason to have that conversation up front, just to make sure that who you're saying you want to do something is really up to the task and willing to do it for you. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's looking at having certain conversations with the people you expect to um, name in certain roles at the time that you're actually doing your documents and at some point in the future after you do them, having that conversation with perhaps the the people who are ultimately named as uh as beneficiaries. And one of the things we've talked about too is how these documents, you know, it's a living document and they may change over time. Um people may come and go in and out of the family, you know, someone designated may may pass away themselves. You may change, you know, your um position in in terms of income or something else. So, um it's always good to 
review these on a regular basis, and then as you do, as changes take place, again, I assume that you then go back and have updated conversations as well to go along with those documents. Well, absolutely, and, you know, at that point, the the kind of the stigma has already been broken, so it's it's hopefully something that would get easier. Yeah, and and uh, certainly um, as as we go through different stages of life, then then those are things that that need to be discussed. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of a very broad topic here, and it does cover a lot of ground. And and as always, this time kind of flies by. Well, anything else, Brian, that we really didn't cover that you think is pertinent to the discussion today in terms of having these conversations and and preparing people around you for this circumstance? I mean, I think we've we've about covered it, Jim. It's um. You know, it, it's. I feel that it's an important conversation to have. Uh, no one kind of wants to to be left in the dark, and to the extent that you 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 want things to proceed smoothly, you know, in, in the sense uh, you might be disabled and you need someone to make decisions for you. You want a, that person to be able to act soon and uh, as closely adhering to your wishes as possible, and you want to certainly uh, avoid strife in a, in, a, in a terrible time when when you pass uh and you want it to be a time that that brings your family together as opposed to causes uh doubt and uncertainty yeah and i think uh you know some some very valuable words there and you know that type of conversation is uncomfortable what we talk about when we talk about estate plans as well is that people tend to hesitate wanting to even consider the need but it is real so we uh certainly encourage it and when we have conversations like today, we certainly hope that it helps. And, and of course, always great to have Brian Warrens join us. I appreciate him stepping away from his uh, normal routine over at Lavelle Law to help us out today. Uh, as always, did a terrific job. Now, again, if you'd like to find out more about uh, the estate planning practice group at Lavelle Law, visit LavelleLaw.com. Um, and plenty of information there between articles, podcasts, uh, videos, and, of course, all the contact information to get in touch with the people you need to talk to. And, of course, we'll be back to uh, talk to you again next week, as we are every week here on Chicago's Legal Latte. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Chicago's Legal Latte. If you have any questions or topics for a future episode, please call Lavelle Law Limited at 847-705-7555 or email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. 